0: Hey everyone! Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host Jared Taylor. Today, I am with the co-founder and CEO of Uptime Health, uh, Janesh uh, Patel. And uh, Janesh, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today.
1: Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: Let's uh, let's get rolling. I'd love uh, you could tell the audience a little bit about your background, and we'll go from there.
1: Sure. Uh, my name is Janesh Patel. Uh, background is I'm a biomedical engineer. I have a master's in it as well as an MBA. Uh, early on in my career I did you know device design and invention and eventually I was the clinical engineering manager for the largest health system in Austin Texas called Seton Uh, that's where I really learned how to manage medical equipment compliance and really make sure healthcare facilities are functioning at a high level because their equipment was functioning at a high level and that's kind of where I got the background to create the company we have today
0: Can you talk to us a little bit about, I I like to focus on three core things whenever I have a guest on. Give us the the why, how, what of Uptime Health, and then we'll kind of dive into one or two other topics um, on this podcast.
1: Sure. Uh, So for the why, the reason we wanted to create this company is, you know, as a society, we're moving into the outpatient direction for healthcare. And one of the things that we noticed, especially while I was working at Seton, is we started acquiring some of these urgent cares and surgical centers around the area. And our team was supposed to manage the medical equipment in that area and support the staff there. And we saw how difficult that actually was logistically to drive people you know, back and forth, as well as try and educate staff on site about why things are important, how to keep track of it at a local level. And there was a big breakdown. So one of the things I wanted to do is create a software version myself to help those kinds of small facilities to have expertise on site, even when we weren't there. Uh, so that's why we created the software that we did today. But uh, what it is, it's a software tool. Uh, it basically manages all of the devices a facility has. So it lets you roster your make, model, serial number. You know, who's the manager? Who do I need to call if something's broken? It lets you know exactly what technicians you use for those support. And it also lets you document contracts. When are they expiring? And the last thing is it also helps you do the daily, weekly, monthly things that you should be associating with those devices to keep it in quality. Um good examples of vitals monitor. You know, you have a vitals monitor, maybe a bench top lab device in an urgent care. That device needs a yearly electrical safety inspection to make sure it's, you know, safe for patient use. Uh, but it also needs a calibration event anytime a new package of medication is open to put through that analyzer. Those things need to be tracked, you know, for internal purposes, for compliance purposes, and also to make sure that people are just doing their jobs from a managerial perspective. And today, a lot of that's paper-based or it's not well understood on how to best manage it. So our software helps them assign those tasks, create those tasks, manage those tasks and make sure people are doing their job.
0: Does anyone try to kind of whip together like uh, just using an Excel spreadsheet to like quickly update, like check this uh, piece of equipment on this date at this time, you know, John Smith did this, like, is that one of the ways they can address
1: this problem today? Yeah, 100%. So the process we are displacing today is paper-based and Excel-based. So they do have Excel sheets or paper documents that are either you know, on a clipboard next to the machine that someone has a signature, yes, I did this, and what here's the time and date I did it at. The biggest problem with that is it's all retroactive um, in terms of how you review it. It might be the end of the month, the manager comes in and looks through the binder of signatures and says, oh, wait, we missed this one day. Well, that's, you know, you caught that retroactively, that day's come and gone. And that could have been good or bad for the patient. Who knows? Hopefully it's not, you know, these are small devices, but still important to know. Um, And the other thing is when things live on Excel and pieces of paper, they don't get updated regularly. Uh, I Can't tell you how many times we go into facilities and we ask them, can you give us your medical equipment roster? Something you think they should know, like what kind of devices do you have in your building that you're treating your patients with and where are they? Sometimes they'll hand me the first purchase invoice when they open up their facility. And it's never been updated. I was like, well, you say you have these three, call it, you know, patient beds or this exam light, but I don't see them anywhere in your system. It's like, oh, well, we bought new ones and here's another. It's very chaotic in how they do that. So part of it is Excel and paper is good, but it's not easily managed.
0: I hate when those are still things that are, are used... For, for No matter what business someone's in, right? But especially in healthcare, like it, it, there's there's solutions like yours, right? That, that you just laid out. Uh, it, I don't care what, anything's better than like paper-based. And then obviously dedicating time to put together a platform that makes that easier from a technology perspective is huge. Can you, you, you primarily today, right? Work with, uh, I, I think you're saying ambulatory surgical centers and uh, just other types of outpatient centers. Is that correct? That's correct. Can you tell us why some of these organizations like are really excited about the fact that you exist? You know, some of that, I guess, would be rhetorical based on just what you just told us about, right? These paper-driven processes, but can you talk a a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So I'd love to answer that in two ways. One is one of the reasons I really like the fact that we are coming around is it's the first time they get to digitally manage things that were all paper-based before, as you mentioned, but now they have actionable data that they never had before. So think about it this way, with our platform, if a device breaks or needs service, they can request it and transact it through our tool with their vendors. As that happens, our system actually collects the data that just got transacted, the failure rate, how much is it costing every time you click request repair, when your technician's expiring their contracts, and our system actually will start mining that data to inform our clients against end-of-life analysis for that device. So instead of using gut feelings, which is what a lot of our clients do today about that machine looks kind of old, or this machine feels like it breaks down a lot and we need to replace it, we're going to give them data that says that machine is actually breaking down at a higher rate than average, or that machine is costing more to maintain than it costs to even buy a new one. And providing these predictive analytics is the first time they can make a lot of decisions based on real data that they already own, they just can't mine. And that's one of the reasons they really like us is if we can reduce the number of unplanned errors because we're helping them proactively replace things or even removing things that just cost too much to own, they're saving money. They're being able to take care of patients faster because they have more equipment up and running. And in general, they're just making smarter decisions. And that's why really companies are liking what we're doing today.
0: So could one of the use cases to be like when someone in like the finance department is putting together like projections on when new equipment might be needed. They might be able to take some of this information and say, Hey, this certain piece of equipment could be expected. We have to move on to something newer on this date. They could work that. I'm guessing they could also work that into their model. So there's many areas that actually having a solution like this can help these outpatient and uh, ambulatory surgical center uh, organizations.
1: Yeah, it's giving them better ways to make budget forecasting for CFOs and COOs. It's giving them better planning tools because before, if you ask them, okay, how are you budgeting for your service and repair spend for this coming quarter? They'll be like, well, we just trended it from last year or last quarter. And of course, that makes sense at a very simple level. But if in the sixth year of this device, it's expected to break down twice as often because of its age and you know, use rate, You should actually budget more (laughs) you know like so these are the things that would really help save a lot of time and energy and they can make better decisions with that same data so i think you're right that there's lots of use cases not only does it make the clinical staff's lives easier that they can track and document things digitally but the cfos the coos they all benefit
0: i love that that's super interesting um where where can people learn more about uptime health
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we have a website, obviously, www.uptimehealth.com. We try and go to conferences. So, you know, urgent care conferences, surgical center conferences, we're starting to get more into the dental world. We're realizing they have the same problem uh, in terms of managing sophisticated equipment, having a small staff to do it with no localized expertise on equipment management. And they only really have a couple major players with, you know, Henry Schein Patterson and Benco kind of owning that service market and equipment market and we're already working with two of those three names to help you know integrate or make lives easier for their clients so we think you know going to trade shows looking at what we have we have demos on youtube uh, but also happy to just connect with anyone that wants to learn more
0: awesome yeah i'll I'll throw those links in the the show notes to social media and website links and just so the audience knows this is really your intro podcast the goal is to have you and other members of the team on where we can kind of dive into some Uh, specific areas of the business. But this was a really great overview of what you're working on today, why you're working on it, and why your current and prospective customers uh, are loving what you're doing. Thank you so much for, for joining me as a guest. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, anytime. Thanks, Jared.